Hey friends, welcome or welcome back to the Swoon Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Naz, and today I will be doing a kind of midway review of My Dearest, but it's like a full review of part one of My Dearest with my wonderful friend, Hill. Hi, Hill. Hello. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited too. Um, you have heard Hill before on the Crash Course in Romance review. So if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen. But yeah, y'all, my dearest. Um, Hill is like my my dearest buddy. I... <laughs> We've been we would, we would, seriously, like, we would lose our minds every week talking about what happened in the episodes. Yep. So yep. I couldn't think of anybody else to talk about my dearest with. So I am bursting at the seams. I'm so excited to talk about it. So, Hill, when you first started My Dearest, what did you think? What were your first impressions? Okay, well, um, I, I hadn't really heard about it, like... Mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention. I listened to you. We've discussed this before. Like any any show you say is good, I'm going to probably try at least. And so I love a good historical. You don't. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, if Naz likes a historical, like this has to be good. <laughs> and so my first impressions, I thought, so my mom started it before me. Mm-hmm. She watched the first two episodes and she didn't really like it. She was like, it's too mm-hmm. fairy tale-ish. Try it. I'll try it again with you. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to try it. So I'm watching the first episode and I'm like, he's bloody on the beach and they're about to attack him. How is this like a fairy tale? I'm sorry. Where's the fairy tale? I missed it. And we both like dying laughing the whole first two episodes because every time something would go down, I'd be like, and this is the fairy tale. So I was, I was expecting like light and fluffy, just like your, the historical dramas that I love. I was not yeah. expecting like what we got. And so, um, yeah, so I was I had no expectations and then I was completely blown away. So uh yes. That is yeah. hilarious about the fairy tale thing. <laughs> yeah. The only scene where I'm like, okay, I can see where you thought this was when like they're introducing all the characters and you know like her dream and the thread. Yeah. And she's just like, she's the fairest of them all. I was like, okay, that part I get, but that's yes. like 20 seconds of the whole first two episodes and the rest is <laughs> just crazy. So I was like, how? So it was just, yeah. But then she ended up pushing through and loving it with me. And yes. so, but I, again, I think I've gotten to where I just really like having like zero knowledge of the plot and zero knowledge of what to expect. And then I just get completely blown away. So, yeah, I feel like that's the best way to go into shows, honestly, just like mm-hmm. going in. Like, I don't know what this is about. Let's see. I think I that's no a hopes. really good approach. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like with King of Land and Junho where I was like, I have a lot of hope. Yeah. No, there's no hope. Like, I don't know what's going on. And so it was right. great. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like Hill mentioned, I'm not a historical girl, but I was really intrigued when I heard about this show because it looked like more of an emotional, romantic um, historical drama. And I love the red sleeve. So I was like, it looks like it's, you know, going along that vein. So I'm going to check it out. And I did. And literally, it was love at first sight. I was obsessed from the first episode. I was like, oh, this is going to get real. And I'm here for it. So I was blown away from the very beginning. <laughs> I was like, did all you, in. Like, where would you compare it to the red sleeve? As far as like the whole thing or like how yeah, I felt like, at first? Do you like it better than the red sleeve? Or what are your thoughts? Ah, that's Oh, my gosh. That's such that's an really impossible hard. question. Um <laughs> Okay, I think as it stands right now, I think I, I think I, mm, oh my gosh, that's so hard. I think as it stands right now, 
I'd probably put it like right above Red Sleeve, just a little bit. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, but I love them both. But I think I would because, and I'm saying that, and hopefully the second half is good, which I think it will be because then, you know, but right, it better be. But I think the amount of emotional investment and like the way that this show literally grips everything inside of you when you're watching it, it's nothing that for me, like the watch experience wasn't like, oh, I'm just watching this. Like, I was at attention, like emotionally gripped. I'm stressed. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm feeling all these different emotions every single episode. And I haven't, I don't think I've experienced that. Like, no, with with anything. (laughs) No, no. this show has like, yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's better than the red sleeve. It's different. Definitely different. Yes. I think it's better than the red sleeve, at least the first half. Like it's consistent and it's consistently just like, excellent and so yeah that's 100 yeah no that's really that's a good point what you said about it being consistently excellent and it's mm-hmm. consistent because the tone is so consistent throughout mm-hmm. um and i adore the red sleeves one of my favorite shows ever oh, yeah. we both good. love the red sleeve a lot yeah. but i think one of the things that i i think puts my dearest gives it an edge is the fact that like my the red sleeve had a like huge tone shift like halfway through like it just turned into like a completely different show which is fine (laughs) and it was all moody and it was great but like this the the tone of this show like even though there has been like light moments has been very consistent throughout and it kind of has that even when nothing had happened yet with like the war and everything you Mm -hmm. could still feel that undercurrent from the beginning that something was coming Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just excellent and we haven't had like any weird like plot side plot diversions where I feel like in the red sleeve, there yeah. were a couple times where I was like, where are we going? You know? And so but this <laughs> one, it's just like, nope, I know exactly where we are and I'm not okay. Yes. Yes. yes because our main characters really are the center of the whole show. Mm-hmm. There was really nothing else. Like we're really just focusing on them. And yes, we're having like, you know, your sprinkle of politics here and there because it's a historical drama and the war, but right. they really are the center of the whole plot, which I think mm-hmm. makes a huge difference and I think sets it apart. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was such a hard question. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, let's dive right into it. <laughs> let's, start, let's start with episode one. So, uh, what are some scenes that stuck out to you in the first episode? Well, obviously the beach scene, um, because you know there's this. I think I rewatched it today because I was like, I just need to know how they set this up. And yeah. I think the beach scene stood out to me just because it's like, okay, we know that he is Jong Hyun. He's the guy that the inspector is looking for and the like, mm-hmm. back telling the story. Yes. And he is covered in blood on the beach with like 500 men after him who also look like they had been beaten up. Like they don't yes. look like they're doing in great shape either. Right. And he's talking to himself and then he's basically quoting what we know later, the quote that he says when he meets her. Yes. And so it's like, he's standing there with his sword. He's trying to stand back up. He's all bloody. And we're like, what, who are you? And what's going to happen? So that's, yeah. I think, the standout scene to me in episode one is definitely the beach where it's like, okay, here we are. Yeah. What a way to open yeah. it to this character. Like that's our first glimpse of his character. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, is he going to die? And then we just go back in time again. We don't we're like, Ah, like how are we get, how are we gonna get to this point? And that's mm-hmm. the stressful part. Ah, yeah. it's so much, but yeah, yeah. we know yeah, we're gonna get back there somehow, but we don't know how. And then exactly. it's like 
because I thought we would already have gotten there, honestly. Like when the war right. happens, I was like, oh. And then it wasn't. And so right. now, he's going to get, he, what? Yeah, all the things. <laughs> exactly. So not, like, this this show, I think, has rendered me speechless on so many different levels that I like. I don't have a lot of words. Girl, exactly. It's just, you just mm -hmm. feel it with everything. Mm -hmm. It's... <laughs> It's literally yeah. speechless. Like I don't usually like it's hard for me to put my thoughts together after an episode because I'm like, what mm -hmm. just happened? <laughs> like I'm yeah. feeling so many different feelings right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Um, another scene that stuck out to me was so we in the beginning of the episode, there was this inspector, and he's yeah. asked to kind of look into Jang Hyun, who we meet mm -hmm. later, and so they go into this. I guess um, was some sort of asylum and there's all, there's all sorts of people in there. And then in one of the cells, there's this long haired man that has like gray hair. This is like way in the future. Mm -hmm. And um, the inspector is asking him, Oh, the person that said they were coming back for you. Was it Lee Jang Hyun? And the way the person reacted to hearing his name, I was just like, uh oh, and it's funny because now that I rewatched it, I was like, oh, I, I definitely, I know who, I think I know who that is now. Who do you think it is? I think I know who it is too. Who do you think yeah, it is? I think it's Ryangum. I think you're right. I definitely think it's Ryangum um, because I noticed this last time where again I was like, no one else would react to his name like that. No one else would be like, no one else would say, I'm coming back for you. Yes. And then there's, and again, because I'm a nerd, I was a music major in college. <laughs> the, the, the song, the With My Heart song from the OST, mm -hmm. the chords yes. are the same. So I was like, it's him. It's 100% him. And I had never noticed it before until I rewatched it where I was like, any second he could bust out into this song because they're playing the chords very, very quietly underneath all of this. And I was like, oh, Hill, you're a genius. Hill, so you're brilliant. And so then it also tells us, though, that he's still alive. Yes, he's it does. Back for him. It does. So it gives us hope for that. <laughs> it yeah. does give hope for that. And then it goes into the beach scene. And I was like, wait, so is the beach scene after he says he's coming? Like, when does right. the beach scene happen? But I think he's, I think he lives. Yes. Maybe. Yes. No, that's such a good point. Because the beach scene was like a flashback, like way in the past. So right. yeah, there's hope he's that Jonghyun is alive. <laughs> he has to be alive. I can't. I, I, yeah. So, but no, I think that was another notable scene that I had completely forgotten about yeah. until I listened to your recap on episode one and two. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, there was a guy in the jail because so much other stuff happens that I was like, <laughs> so much. I don't remember. Yeah. Right. So much happens. So, yeah, it's so easy to forget. But yeah. And oh my gosh, what you pointed out about the chords. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 We figured yeah. it out. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I think Long we figured it out. Jail. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And another thing that stuck out to me in this episode was we meet our character. So we meet Jang Hyun, who's this mysterious man. He just like enters the scene, comes into the village. Everyone's like, who's that guy? Like, what's going yeah. on with him? Right. And we meet Gil Che as well, who is just ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, that's the only word I could think to describe her. No, and I had forgotten until I rewatched it. I don't think I liked her the first like two episodes. Oh, yeah. Because she was just no. obnoxious. And I had hope that she would change what she does, obviously. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I was like, this girl is annoying. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought she was so annoying. I honestly didn't like her until we got to like episodes three and four. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, they're kind of 
navigating this new wartime period. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like she knows how to step it up and right. she has substance to her. But I was struggling with her. I was like, oh, you're horrible. She was like so you're manipulative. And yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, you are not likable. You, you're best. You're trying to see your best friend's man. I was like, yeah. where is your your sense of morality? Like, what is going on with you? <laughs> yeah, self-centered, vain, yeah. all the things. Yeah. It's just terrible. Um, and at the end of episode one, we get that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the swing. Swing. <laughs> I had that one too. The swing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Gilche came up with this whole scheme to like get Yeonjun to save her. Um, because she had Jong Jong kind of like rig the swing so it broke mm-hmm. and she ends up falling off the swing and Jong Hyun comes to save her and it was mm-hmm. you could feel the sparks immediately right. and I was right. like oh no it's happening so yeah so good so good and that's, I was where, and that's where he says do you hear the sound the sound of flowers yes. and that's what he yes. said in the speech scene I hadn't noticed either so I, all I know, Naz, is at the end, when he's at the beach scene, he still loves her. I don't <laughs> care who the cold yes. is. I'm like, yes. no. He is in his, he is about to die again. And who is he thinking of? The sound of flower girl, not the blue mask girl. That's all. I'm way to the end. I just am going on the record as saying, I'm calling it now. He's always going to be in love with Gilche. That's it. Like Yes. But Same she... Yeah, she used that whole scheme with a swing to try and steal Yune's man, like her mm-hmm. best friend's man, and mm-hmm. that was not. And it backfired. Well, and I think I think I had a quote from that scene because she said, "Oh yeah, she said that day I sensed my dearest from my dreams would appear." So she's on the swing because she's had this oh, dream yes. of a guy on a beach, and she can't. He turns around to her and she can't see his face, mm-hmm. and so. Um, she was thinking that her dearest would come and then it's Jong Hyun that catches her and not, is it Young Jun? Is that his name? Young Jun, yeah. Not the, not the best friend's man. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, a lot happened in episode one. So much, so mm-hmm. much. And I think it set the tone really well for like who these people are as well. They did a really great job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, episode two. Let's talk out to you there. Episode two. Um... Well, this one, I also, in episode one, I also had written down um, grandma and grandpa. Like, they introduced that whole yes. village. So, Gilche lives in this village. And her father is, like, a noble, and he teaches in a school. Mm-hmm. So, they have all these little side characters. But grandma and grandpa, I love them. Um, so and sweet. then they come into play in episode two because he, Jung Hyun, wants to throw, like, a party for them for their 60th mm-hmm. wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. which I thought was really ironic now that I've seen the whole show, because he's so, like, never says, I will marry you. But he yes. wants to celebrate their 60-year marriage, which I thought yes. was interesting rewatching it. Um, That's a good point. And so any scene with grandma and grandpa, I loved. Like, their party, I loved. He does – Jong Hyun does take Gilche to – I don't know what the place is. Like, that – Hanyang? Hanyang. Okay, so yeah. he takes her to Hanyang. And then mm-hmm. Rong Gum sings the song yes. that destroyed me forever. Like, yes. I just love – the OST guy kills it um so he sings a song she cries hearing the song Mm -hmm. she's never really Mm -hmm. been out of this little village before yeah Um, and so I think that's what stood out to me mainly in episode two it's just like okay they're kind of starting to bond yes starting to catch feels like she's kind of starting to catch feels and you then enter the singer with his beautiful voice who you think is going to be so great and he's not (laughs) and so that's what I had 
Well, yeah, there's some more. I'll let you say some of your scenes or some more I have written down, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To piggyback off of what you said um, about the trip to Hanyang, I remember when he was prepping Gilche for the trip because she had to dress up as a man. So he right. like did her hair for her and oh, everything yeah. and uh, got her like the outfit. And I was just like, yeah. oh man. And like, even when they got there and they were listening to Ryanggum sing, he was just, mm-hmm. he was looking at Gilche the whole mm-hmm. time. And I was like, he's already, he's already like completely head over heels for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was just really beautiful. And mm-hmm. also in episode two, something that stuck out was when, again, Gilche tried to trap Yeonjun in the barn to try to kiss that him. That was the other thing I had written down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my like, girl, like, this is embarrassing. Like, <laughs> oh, is yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Especially because John Gion was there. Like lurking in, in the, the barn, yeah. And then Une came in, p- poor thing, and she has no yeah. idea what's going on. And like Zhang Yan helped hide um, Gilche, mm-hmm. and then he like propositions her basically, and is like, yeah. "So, do you want to be with me? <laughs> you know, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to marry you or anything, but you know, we can right. like pull around a little bit." And she was just like, "Oh, how dare you!" Like, right? So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that mess. happens. And then was that during, that was during grandpa and grandma's 60th wedding anniversary party, right? Yes. Yes. It was during the party. Yeah. So then I had written down too. So they come out, so they leave the barn. Well, and Yongjun, that's his name, right? Mm -hmm. Yongjun. Yongjun, he's kind of like, he's just a weenie, I think just throughout this whole show. But here he's like, you can tell that he is at least interested in her. He's not like saying like, absolutely not. But he mm-hmm. kind of says it, and it's just awkward and weird. And then they all go out. Yeah. And this whole time, so we find out that, is it like, what do they call them? The the invading army. The barbarians? The barbarians, okay. Yeah. So we find out that the barbarians are coming. And the whole time, yes. grandpa and grandma are, like, happy and, like, reenacting their wedding. I'm thinking, they're all about to die. Like, the barbarians are coming through the gates. They're all about to die. So I was so <laughs> tense this whole this whole scene. So, like, no, everyone's too happy. Everyone's right. too happy. Grandma and grandpa are too cute. Like, someone's about to die. And then it ends up being the news of the barbarians have invaded. The war has started. Yeah. And then we have the whole, like, so, and while that's happening – Rangyum is singing, and then is it Gilche and Jong Hyun are having this whole conversation about like who do you want to be, what kind of person do you want to be with? Yeah. And she's like, I want to be with someone who never changes and blah blah, and I can trust and blah blah blah. And then it's like war is breaking out, and she looks at Jong Hyun first, mm-hmm. and that becomes a big point later on in other episodes. But it's like for the record, she looked at him. Yes, and then the episode's over. Yes, what a way to end it too. It was just like. War is breaking out. Mm-hmm. And these two people are falling in love. It's so clear. They don't want to, she doesn't want to admit it, but it's happening. It's happening. And um yeah, I I also loved that scene at the end too because the the snow was falling and like, you know, falling. she didn't know, but like he was literally just like staring at her the whole time. Yeah. And it was it was just it was just beautiful. But then you get this like horrible news at the end and you're like, what's gonna happen? Are people gonna die? Like yeah. and then yeah, and I mean there's really nothing can prepare you for what happens in episodes three and four. Oh, oh yes. I was re because I, I told you this. I was like fast forward rewatching like all of them this yeah. weekend and I got to three and four and I was like 
there's wow just so <laughs> much this like this happened and this happened and this happened so much yeah so much mm-hmm. oh my goodness did you have anything else from two nope that was okay. it okay. yeah just yeah I think too one thing I think that's important um is like so for both of their characters for Gilche and Jong Hyun they've yes. set it up where we've seen Jong Hyun basically like with another girl and she's mm-hmm. like, I want to marry you. And he's like, I don't do marriage. So we've seen like the flighty side of him yes. and just like, the womanizing side of him. Mm-hmm. And we've also seen him like, has he turned down that prostitute yet? He like helps the prostitute, but he turns down, but he doesn't like actually sleep with her. So we've like, I think with both of them, the writers did a really good job of setting up like, cause again, this comes into play later. They both mm-hmm. have some misconceptions about each other based yes. off of like the, their reputations. Mm-hmm. So we've seen Gilche go after Yongjun. We've seen him like fooling around kind of, but not really. Right. But they both think that of the other person. And I think in episode three and four, they start like fighting more. Yes. And we start seeing that coming out. Like, I think you're like this. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually have proof. I just have hearsay. And so I think that's yes. kind of important was what was happening with like, they set up the characters really well. Well, you're like, well, we don't know at this point. Are like they both really lighty and selfish, or is there mm-hmm. depth there? But then in yeah. three and four, we're like, oh, there is some depth. Yes, there is depth. Oh, thank I thank you so much for that, Hill. That's really, really good. Really, really, really yeah. good analysis and context. Mm-hmm. Or we're about to go into. Yeah, then that's really, really important because they yeah. at this point they've just kind of they judge each other they very have. harshly. Yeah. Um about basically just what they've heard. Or like half of situations that they've seen, and just be like, "Well, you're like this." Like she has no respect for Jang Hyun, like at right. this point, like zero. Like she's like, "Oh, you're not like the other guys. You don't believe in marriage." And then as we get into three and four, she looks on down on him because she's like, "You don't, you don't want to fight in the in the war. Like, what type right. of man are you? You know?" So they have all these like preconceived notions about each other. So that's such a good point. Right. And he. This is, I think, is also important too. Like, he's a lot older than her. So yes. he has seen a lot more life and he's a lot more jaded. And she's literally like, what, like 19, maybe? Yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of like, that helped me once we figured out, once they, I think they have a fight at some point where they're, he's like, I'm a lot older than you. I think it's in episode four, actually. Um, and I think we see, okay, like, she's really young. She has zero experience. She's never left her village. And she's like the popular girl in the village and she's the pretty one, like whatever. So she's looking from that mindset. And then he's like super jaded, has seen the world. And those two things clash mm-hmm. pretty hard later on. Definitely, definitely. Oh, that's such a good point. Uh, yes. New York, yeah. the perfect person to have on for this. I love that. So <laughs> they good. analyze their characters really deeply. In yes, yes. Oh, there's okay. so much depth and there's so much to uncover about them, which is yes. the great thing about the show. Yes. So yeah, totally agree. Um, okay. Episode three. What did you have for that one? This episode, I feel like if you're going to summarize it is the episode where everyone tried to get married and didn't. Yep. So they're all <laughs> trying to get married because it's like, Yune, Yune is like the real MVP of the show. I think she's just the sweetest she's, thing. She's so great. So basically she wants to marry, um, Yong Jun before he goes off to war because he could die. Yep. And so then all of the girls are just like, and all the guys, like we should all just get married before and then to make to make Yongjun jealous mm-hmm. Gilche is like well, I'm gonna marry some I can get whoever I want to to marry me yeah so she's gonna marry a random guy yeah and, and then Jonghyun is like oh no you're not getting married and he basically like shuts down all of the marriages in the whole village and no one gets married and that's episode three <laughs> so 
Because he wants to marry Gilche, but he doesn't want to marry Gilche. It, right. And right. so. He doesn't yeah. want anybody else to have her. Yeah. 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 I think what stuck out to me in this episode, first of all, I mean, her, Gilche's behavior in this episode, I think, was just appalling. Um, oh, because, cool. yeah, I couldn't stand it. Like, so she um, corners this guy, Sunyak who apparently in the past they had been, there were talks between their families that they should get married when they get older. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So she like kind of corners him one day. She's kind of like flirting with him and she's like, oh, like, yeah, you know, remember like we were supposed to get married at one point. And she's like, um, when you and the, the men go off to war, like make sure you protect Yanjun. And, you know, maybe when you get back, she kind of insinuated that like when he gets back, they can get married. Right. And I just thought that was so low and so manipulative yeah. of her. Cause I'm right. like, you really need to get off of Yanjun. Like it's over. Like stop Ooh, yeah. it. Stop. Oh, yeah. Like it was just like, ugh. And like, you know, for her to use him like that, because he was definitely very interested in her and it was very, very sad um, for her to do that. But it did end up getting turned around because we do get a clip. I think probably the next episode that, she told him like genuinely to like take care of himself and like, you know, make yes. sure that he gets back safe. So mm -hmm. I was like, but in that, I thought that was so low of her to, you know, basically use his feelings for her to her advantage yeah. Um, oh, yeah. to protect the guy that she actually loves. So yeah, I was like, girl, you need to stop. But um, the big thing from this episode was, so like when all the men were going off to battle, the women were kind of giving them little trinkets and stuff for like yeah. good luck because it's like tradition. And Gilche was being like a little troll and she was like, I don't have anything for you, Jang Hyun. Oh, well. So he was like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I have something for you. And he gave her his dagger. That's important. Is, I had that written down. Yes. So important. Oh my gosh. It was so important. And it comes in so handy later on. So. Really? Man, oh, man, I was like, oh, this is getting... Because he, I don't know, he fell hard. He fell hard and fast. He literally saw her on the swing. She's laughing. And he's like, this, I hear the sound of flowers. I'm done. Like, that was it for him, which was just wild. Because I think this is also something with his backstory that comes out in pieces throughout the whole show. Yes. Is he's, like, never loved a woman before. Like, he's never, mm -hmm. like, committed to anybody before. We don't really know mm -hmm. why. Um, I mean, honestly, at the end of this season, still don't really know why. We, we know, don't like, know anything. Thoughts, so right. Don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but we did find out that he knows the barbarians really well. And he's like yes. traded with the barbarians before he's become really mm -hmm. wealthy trading with the barbarians. Yeah. Um, and so he knows their culture. He knows their language. Like he knows all of this about them. And so he knows y'all are going to go fight and this is not going to go well for you. I'm not doing this is like a waste of time. Yep. And so I think he knows more where all these guys are super young. They're all scholars. They don't know anything. And they're like, we want to go fight. And so I think, um, so he gives her the dagger because he's like, you're going to need, like, you might die. Like, you need this to protect yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, but the dagger is also important because who gave it to him? Rangum gave it to him, right? Yes. Yes. So that yes. becomes a thing. And it was that episode four where that becomes a thing where Rangum goes to protect because he hides the fact that he gave the dagger to her. And then Rangu yes. goes into the town to get him another dagger. And then all yes, exactly. The exactly. Kind of of, like their relationship is kind of weird. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I think that that came out in this episode too of just like, okay, we understand now why he's not going to war. Um, but the king is basically in this fortress, mm -hmm. like stuck. 
And yep. so all the scholars are like, we're going to go save the king. Um, and he's like, nah. But, oh, this is another one that stood out to me was when Yune talks to um, jong Kyun and is like, yes. do you know who looked, do you know what's like, she, she's so good. Like she knows mm-hmm. Gilche, I think better than Gilche knows herself. Absolutely. Because she knows that she's after her man. But then she also knows she doesn't really love him. Mm-hmm. Actually, she loves you. And she looked at yes. you when she found out that the war was happening. And he's all like, what? Like all excited, <laughs> you know, whatever. And, and yeah, so that's what stood out to me in this episode besides the, fa- the fake marriage debacle and then all of the things. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. so good. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so, so good. And really good point about Une. Um, mm-hmm. She's so observant. She has so much grace. For and so much wisdom. Like she does so not much like because I think she's confident enough with herself mm-hmm. and her relationship with Young Jun that yeah. she knows Gilche is like she doesn't act petty towards Gilche. She doesn't act jealous toward Gilche. She's just very right. calm and steady. Yes. yes. Um, and she just loves her as a friend, regardless of how she treats her. And so I think mm-hmm. she sees the depth that we'll see later on from Gilche. Like she sees it before. You know, I don't know. It's just a really, yeah. sweet, really sweet friendship. But yeah, she yeah. basically was Hoon. She looked at you, man. We might be related sometime <laughs> in the future because, you know, besties <laughs> marrying besties or whatever. And so, right. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode four. <laughs> oh, gosh. Episode four. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is when <laughs> everything gets real. Like, this was a turning point in the... I remember after I finished episode four, I like posted something on on my story and I was like, y'all, this show is fantastic. Like, Mm -hmm. because I was, my mouth was on the floor at the end of episode four. And I feel like this is when everything changes. Um, So yeah, the thing, so like, what's that got to you first? Well, I think this is the episode two where my mom and I were watching it together. I was at my parents' house and we were just like screaming the last yes. like 10 minutes. And I think yes. my mom went downstairs and told my dad, we just watched the best K-drama. And his response was, oh, I know. <laughs> like I heard the whole thing. But we don't normally like, react that loudly, but we were both just like screaming. So I think yes. that stood out to me in this episode. Um, I mean, oh gosh, like I don't even know where to start now. It's like I'm looking at the list of things and I'm like, well, so... The first thing I have written down is that the villagers all flee because the barbarians mm-hmm. are coming and their winter wear was awesome. Amazing. I was just completely like not important, but I loved all their winter clothes. I was like, y'all so look cute with like little furry so hats. So warm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, I want to wear some ancient Korean winter wear. That looks great. <laughs> um, and then grandpa and grandma. So that one, oh. that. Uh, so let's just hit. Let's just go there. I, I skipped. I fast forwarded the scene where they died together because I was like, I know what's happening. I can't watch it. It was too sad. So but, sad. I have a quote from that scene. Okay. Um, they were dying together because you know yeah. they they fought like they, did fight. they didn't they didn't they went they didn't go down without a fight, and um, the husband he was like holding his wife and she she can't speak so um. Right. They were, you know, he was just talking to her and, you know, he was like, even in the next life, um, let's be husband mm-hmm. and wife again. And she was just like, but I can't speak. And he was just like, I don't care. He's like, I just like you the way you are. And mm-hmm. they just ended up dying together. Like, and I was like, oh, in the snow. I was crying. And I was oh, like, what? Yeah. Do we, and that was like, maybe within the what? It was very early on within the episode. Like so I'm just in. like, yeah. oh, this is where we're going. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then everyone is fleeing. Because mm-hmm. I think he had told her 
John Kennedy told her, if you see smoke on this mountain, mm-hmm. everyone has to leave because he yep. knows how the barbarians do their warfare. And so he was like, I will send a signal. Like you have to leave. So she saw the yeah. signal, took it to the elders and was like, we got to leave. So they all flee. Mm-hmm. Um, she buries her shoes. Um, and then, so they all get split up. And I think this is one thing that stood out to me. I think starting this episode is just like the friendship of the women, yes. because I think four of them get stuck together. Mm-hmm. Jong Jong, Gilche, Yune, and then the other servant who's pregnant. Whose name I don't yes, remember. Yes, Dune. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they all get they're all together trying to survive in the woods, and then do, is it Dune? Is that right? Yeah, someone that's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then Dune goes into labor in the woods when they're Ooh. trying to hide the barbarians who are trying to kill them. So stressed, so stressed, stressed. Yeah, stressed. They did that, all of that so so well because it was. This is the part. The thing with the show is like you know with some K dramas you have to kind of suspend belief. Yeah. For a lot of it. With this stuff, I was like, they've done this so well that, like, I feel like this actually could happen to somebody. Yeah. I felt that, like, I was there with them. I know. I I was terrified when I was watching that scene. too loudly. The leaves Seriously. Seriously. I was like, don't move, Dune. And I'm, like, like, literally just, like, stressed for Dune because I'm, like, imagine you're in labor, just no medicine, and you can't scream. Yeah. You can't scream. Like, no, this poor woman. Oh, and my they God. literally dragged her all over the mountain. Like, and I was like, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. And she's gonna bleed um, out. Like, and I think baby's I'm, gonna be delivered, and she's gonna yeah. die. And at one point, um, she was bleeding out, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And then Gilche goes out. So this is another thing that stood out. This is an important thing that happens that stood out to mm-hmm. me too. So Gilche goes. Gilche, this is like where I think she really. She gets thrown into her, like her first real crisis of her life. Yes. Yes. And she handles it like a champ. So she's like the one making decisions and trying to like, you know, whatever. She goes out to try Mm -hmm. and find something to stop the bleeding, something just to help them after the baby's been born. Then keep the baby warm. It's also very, very cold. Mm -hmm. And then she finds a dead body. And so she's like, I'm so sorry. But she's taking the things off the dead body that will keep the baby warm. She goes back. Sweet Yune goes to look for Gilche. Yune should have stayed where she was. And then a barbarian finds them. Is this where the barbarian attacks them? Yeah, this is when the barbarian attempted to assault um, Une, okay. and then okay. uh, and then Gilche had the dagger, and she ends up killing the barbarian, and then, you know, they throw him off the mountain, and then they were like, she was like, Une was like, we can never speak of this day, because during this time, like, if a woman was taken by a barbarian or assaulted by a barbarian like you it's like if you go back to your village it's like mm-hmm. you're looked down upon it's like you've been defiled right. or right. whatever so she was like nobody can know that he even touched me like even though nothing happened like nobody right. can know of this day no one can know that this happened no one can know that you killed him like mm-hmm. we have to keep this between us and like the stakes are high like it's high stakes all around it's stress it's all horrible. around life and death it was it was terrible Honor, it was so bad future. Yeah. So then they go back and somehow they all, oh gosh, nice. okay. So then I'm going back to my notes. Okay. So then they survive the night and they survive how many days I, I lost track of time and all of this. So somehow they survive all of that. They, they keep going and then more barbarians come yes. and you're just like, can y'all just not catch a break? Cause right. they are just after them. And so they're trying, she's using her dagger, trying to defend all the, they all kind of get split up. They're all trying to defend and fight. And then all of a sudden arrows from nowhere just start oh flying. My gosh. And you're like, who is it? Who is it? Oh my gosh. 
And then there's the mist. Oh my so then gosh. you look well also so then at some point in all of this Jong Hyun has like started fighting the barbarians because he does yeah. defend the common people like yes. he doesn't care about all the politics going on up on the at the oh it's not the forest the fortress uh-huh um, he does care about the common people and like yes. grandma and grandpa and all of those so he goes he sees that they're dead like I don't know if he's seen that yet but he is like defending people and like he's turned he's changed into his brown outfit with the sword which we're a huge fan of the brown outfit. Yes, yes. And so he's just like running around. They're all him and his servant, and then Ron Gum are all just like killing barbarians right and left. And then you see out of the mist the three of them just walking towards oh my them. Gosh. This is what my mom and I were just screaming. Yeah, I was screaming when I saw that scene. And yeah. I I mean, <laughs> I just my mouth was on the floor. I was screaming. I'm like swooning too. It was a lot going on. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, he starts running much. with the sword in the mist and you're just like, I, this is good television. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. We were just losing our minds because they've been oh, through so much. Like they so had just like, much. and I didn't expect him to turn up. Like I really thought they're going to have to get themselves out of this again. Yeah. That's what's yeah. been happening this whole time. And then it was like, right. oh, finally he shows up. Yeah, and then what happens now? When 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 he kills the guy attacking her, what happens? Oh my gosh! So when, when uh, the initial attack, like they him, Ryangum and the other friend, they took out all the barbarians, and then she she's she's getting attacked like on her own by another barbarian that came out of somewhere, right. and he managed to get that guy off and kill him too. But like. She, he's like, are you okay? Like, right. you know, Namja, Nam, like, are, like, Yoda, are you okay? Da, da, da. And then, then she's like, my dear husband, like, so behind you. And then, like, a barbarian was coming behind him, yep. and he kills him. And then, like, you know, and then he turns back around as if nothing happened. Right, like the most swoony, like, low right. voice, like. Right. He's like, did you just call me your dear husband? Yeah. And he's like chuckling, and that's how the episode ended. And that's when I think my mom and I literally screamed, dear husband, because it was out of nowhere. Like, did not expect that. I thought she was going to say, watch out. Like, there's a barbarian behind you. And then she throws in this, like, pet name, basically. And and I oh love the end of that scene because he, he doesn't really smile a ton unless he's being right. snarky. He's a fan, you know? Right. And so he finally smiles and laughs. You can just tell he is thrilled to pieces that he she has called him dear husband and yeah then the episode ends and we all were just like what <laughs> was that and now i'm thinking dtr they're gonna get together halfway through <laughs> awesome. that's what i was expecting right right okay. and like you you could tell like he was so excited he was so like excited he couldn't that. even keep but he couldn't like he couldn't keep the chuckle in like no. he was like wow she really said that to me like he couldn't hide it Nope. And it was just, oh man, it was so attractive because in the midst of all that chaos, he's literally chuckling to her, asking her, yep. did you just, did you just call me that? Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Um, so much. There, <laughs> the other two thing, there are two other things that stuck out to me in this episode. Sunyak, the guy that Gilche yeah. kind of promised that she would marry him. Yeah. He dies in battle protecting yeah. Yeonjun. Um, Which she told him to do. Yes, yes. And this very important ha- thing happened is that as Sunyak is dying, you know, mm-hmm. Yang Jun is holding him and he's like, you know, do you like Gilche? 
and that comes back around later. Yeah. And he's basically saying, like, you know, I know, I know you like her. Like, I'm just thankful that I was able to even be in her presence for the amount of time I was. Gosh. Um, but it yeah. I was like, dang man. Everybody knows, young June. You guys yeah. aren't being you're not being slick. <laughs> no, and you're not like being honest with anybody because he's exactly. not, you know what I mean? Like he's fully, not even himself. Like, no. Cause he's like, I'm fully going to marry Yune, but I'm also going to like string her along. The part that I did think was, was that the end of episode three. That was, that, and, that was in thousand four, like the beginning of four. I think at some point they switched the camera and we see things. And then, um, Youngjun gets knocked out. Yeah. And we see basically that, like the end of, of that scene is just like through like his bloody eyes because he's gotten yes. to that. Oh. And I that one blew my mind too because I was like, wait, the next episode, I was like, he's alive? Because they made it seem like he was going to die just by like, we're literally looking through a red haze because you got hit in the head. So I'm thinking you're at least more injured than you are. But he was totally fine. I was like, well, okay. Yeah, I definitely thought he was going to die because he was hitting the head real hard. I didn't think mm -hmm. he was going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that's a solid point because he does not admit, and everyone knows. Like, yeah, it's just. It's like, come yeah. on now. Yeah, yeah, and make then exactly make up your mind exactly. And then the other thing that stuck out was when um, you had mentioned it earlier, but um, Rangoon was in the marketplace. He wanted to buy okay. Jackie yeah. and a new dagger. He almost gets taken by the barbarians or killed by the barbarians mm -hmm. or whatever, and mm -hmm. Jackie saves him. And he was like, oh, you've saved me again. And he just like mm -hmm. looked at him or whatever when, mm -hmm. as he was walking away. But that's when I knew <laughs> that, <laughs> that this is beyond, this is my brother. This is my best friend. There was just something okay. about, there was something about the look. And, I, and Hill was in denial. I was in for, denial. For a long time. I said, Hill, I said, Hill. <laughs> I was like, no, they're not. He's not in love with him. I still am like, I want, I think they're going to have, that's going to go in my, we can talk about this later, about how they're going to yeah. have to have about why, why Rangum is obsessed with Jong Hyun. I still right. am not sold on the fact that he's in love with him. Hell. I mean, it's just like, no, I think it's like, I think there's something in the backstory that's just like an unhealthy obsession. Because it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, maybe he, I don't know. I just am like, there is some kind of obsession. It's like weird, like protective obsession. I just don't know if he sees him as like his savior. And he's like, I have to protect the savior. Or if he is actually in love with him. Like, I don't know. Hill, if he wasn't in love with him, <laughs> why would he sabotage his romantic relationship? That is a solid point. That is a solid point. <laughs> but then also then that he's in jail. And it's like, why would why would he say he's coming back for him? Like there is something that has them connect. Cause even when like fast forwarding, like episode nine yeah. and 10, yeah. when all is with wrong, Yoon comes out, Jong Hyun still doesn't like get really mad at him. Like he punches the wall right next to him. But if I were right. Jong I would have punched him in the face, but there is something that holds him back that I'm just like, something happened with them. And they won't, cause they've only given us a glimpse of their childhoods. And I'm just like, there right. is something there, but I don't right. know what it is. And it could just well, be that he's in with them and it's unhealthy. Right, Possibly. right. But like, I feel like he didn't punch him in the face is because he, that's, that's his friend. Like, he's like, I don't want to, I'm not going to hurt you. And they've been through, at that point, they've been through a lot. Like they were it able happened. to barbarians for all that time. Like they, he wasn't going to just like hurt him. No, that's so, true. 
I, it's just, they both try and protect each other, I think mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. And we can get, when we talk to the scene, when we talk about when they're with the barbarians as double agents and <laughs> we, we can talk, we oh, talk more. Is that, is that episode five? Cause I had is questions it? about their relationship from that too. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I just don't want to talk about him getting his toenails ripped out yet because we haven't got. Oh there. yes, yeah, that's episode six. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's. Did you have anything else for four? No, except it was incredible. Okay. No, yeah, that was like that was the gold standard of television. I. Yeah. I mean, you could yeah. feel the stress. You could feel everything. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, episode five. What do you mm-hmm. have? So this is where their communication starts breaking down. <laughs> Um, and so he's just like ecstatic that he called that she called him dear husband. So he's just yeah. like, did y'all hear it? Like he just starts messing with her. I was like, that's not the way to handle this. Like not the way to handle it, bro. You should have just like, I don't know. Um, and so I think, yeah, that's where we start to see their differences in communication. Um, yes. but they all basically sleep. They all sleep together. Like they camp out. And she sleeps for the first time in like weeks because she feels yeah. safe she's there, which you points yeah. out later. But like, um, yeah, they are all on the mountain. They're all safe. And then Ron Gyum and Jong Hyun leave to go join the battle. Um, but yeah, their fight in episode five cracks me up because they have a fight later on. They come back. Um, but yeah, was there anything in the beginning that stood out to you? Yeah, I think uh, I made note in the beginning. I literally wrote, they are so toxic. <laughs> that That is the definition of their relationship. I would agree. They're so toxic because, you know, they just had this, like, really harrowing moment. Very scary. You know, Gilchi has been saved from the barbarians by Jang Hyun. You would think she'd be, like, super grateful and just like, oh, man, I love this guy. But instead, she trolls him, and she's just, just like, um, "I thought it was. I thought you were Yeon June," and it was like, yeah. "Okay, girl, like okay." And then she's like denying that she looked at him when the war first broke out, and I'm just yeah. like, "You're being annoying." And so he's like, really, he's hurt. You can tell he's hurt, but he's like, "Whatever, yeah. like I'll I'll play this game if you want to." And they're right. just so toxic. And that's basically what happens for the next five episodes. It's like, it just starts that toxic. I'm not going to tell the truth about how I actually feel, but I'm going to try, but I'm not going to believe you because of this mm-hmm. behavior in the past. And it's just like yep. the back and forth has now officially begun. Exactly. Um, and it was just really, it was really sad. Um, so then he goes off to fight. And this part also killed me because she never really fully knows all that he goes through during the war. Right. Um, so her and Yune have signed up basically to help take care of wounded soldiers. Mm-hmm. And she sees him come in and he's bleeding, but no one knows it's dripping down his arm. So you can't really yeah. see it. And she's like all excited because he's there and she's happy to see him. But then dumb Young Jun comes in right behind him and they're all like, Oh, Young Jun, are you okay? And so then he's even more hurt. And I'm like, go check on the bleeding man. <laughs> so this what she does. So then he like is really hurt because she's still chasing after an engaged man. Right. And then she's just like, yeah, you know, like yelling at him. And he's just like, did you drop the honorifics with me? And she's like, you bet I did. And I was like, yes, I loved that scene. I thought it was so funny when they were both like yelling at each other. Oh, my gosh. They're so chaotic. Like, they are the most chaotic couple ever. Um, Yeah, yeah, I love that scene, too. That was a good scene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because he's not pushed her buttons enough to where she's just like, dude, like. 
stop messing with me with this. You know, yeah. like you say you don't want to get married. You say we're something. We're like this fake like dating thing. Right. That I don't know what that means. Like she like throws it back in his face. Um, and so, and is this where Yune tells him like, Hey, like you don't understand. Like she actually slept because you were nearby and she felt safe. Like she does yeah. care about you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's always coming out in like, after a fight and being the voice mm-hmm. of reason, she'll just kind of like mosey on in and be like, Hey, just wanted to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just love that. Actual feelings are. Yes. The other part that stood out to me in this episode was when he literally carries all the people across the river just so he can carry her. Oh, that scene killed me. Oh my gosh. So hard. Oh my goodness. You gotta be tired, dude. You carried all these women across the river. Every single one. And they showed they showed him like walking every single woman across the street. Yeah, he saw the whole thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was so swoony though. So so great. I loved it. Yeah. Um, the other scene, I think it was like the end of the episode, but um, he was telling the ladies like, no, he's telling Unche, well, Gilche to take her and the ladies need to go to um, Gangkwa Island yes. um, because he was like, you know, the barbarians are really good on land, but they're not good with water. So you guys should move because they're going to keep coming. Right. And um, she was just like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, like kind of like why should I trust what you say or like whatever? And she, and he said, I swear by tonight's moonlight, this time, wherever you may be, I will go to meet you without fail. Yes. And I was like, he's really putting it all out there at this point. He really is. And I think that's the part that's so frustrating is like they're missed timings, you know? Yes. Where it's like, we're starting to see some massive character development in Gilche. Like she's grown up mm-hmm. a lot during the war. It's not even mm-hmm. over yet. Like she's going to keep growing up. Um, but she cannot get past Yongjun and she's trying, like she's seeing yeah. him and Yune together and she's like, okay, like maybe like he really doesn't love me, maybe, you know, whatever. And then Jonghyun is like, no, this is who I am. Yeah. And this is how I feel about you. And he's very like blatant about it. And yes. so that like her eyes get so big so many different times in the show. Yes. Just, like it is. And she's like, oh, you know, but this is the scene I think – yeah, with the moonlight, and then they start playing that song, and you're just like, oh, oh gosh, God, it's so good, it's amazing, it's amazing, and yeah, it's it was, it was I remember just being so frustrated with Gilche. The writers mm-hmm. did a really great job because they're showing us that like she does have depth to her, and she grew so yeah. much like throughout these episodes while the invasion was going on, but she was still just like, oh my gosh, I was so mad at her because I'm like, why do you keep? regressing like you keep going backwards like you're so annoying like just be honest with him like at least at the very least be nice to him because he saved your life (laughs) defense mechanism i think he says that to her at one point i think he says i've written down later on yeah he's like i think that you think i'm fooling around and i'm joking because you're trying to protect yourself like Mm. you want to think that and so i joke around with you because I'm trying to get Zhang Yun out of your mind, but like, you know how I feel about you basically. And again, her eyes just get huge. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They get really good at calling each other out later on as, as the emotions intensify. And oh, yeah. 100%. Like, they, yeah. they read, especially him, like, he can read her like a book. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Like, he, he knows, he understands her very well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Did you have anything else from five? No, I think. Yeah, I think it's more of just like he started to get recruited by the crown prince's eunuch to go help the crown prince 
Um, yes. And like basically be their informer with the barbarians, but that's really mm-hmm. it. Um, it was mm-hmm. more just like, he's saying, let's be something, but not yes. really defining it. Which right. again, even in modern day, like no one wants that, you know, yeah. like, the point of like, what are we doing, bro? But also exactly. like, he's like, I don't want to get married. And we don't know why he hates marriage so much either. Right. So she's like, why would I, why would, okay, what is something? So, but she wants something. So I don't know. So it's just an interesting ending to this episode, but I didn't have anything else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a really good point though. Okay. Episode six. What do you have for that I love episode six. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So they're undercover with the con. So basically, Jonghyun and Ramgoon, Ramgoon, whatever, I can't say his name right. They go into (laughs) the enemy camp. (laughs) And then he's reporting back to the crown prince um, Mm -hmm. what's happening. Because they want to know, is the con actually in Korea? Or is he... Because if he's in Korea, then it's going to be real bad. If he's not in Korea, it may not be as bad. And so they sent him in to find out. And it was very stressful. It was an incredibly stressful episode. I was like, I mean, at every turn, you're like, are they going to be found out? Oh, my gosh. It's kind of like watching like a police show and like people go undercover and you're like, are they going to kill them? Are they going to find out what's going to happen? Like, when are they going to find out? Like, it's just, it was very stressful. Yes. (laughs) Is this where, so this is where like the general, the barbarian general shows up, whose name, again, I don't remember. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job of making the bad guys be believably bad. It was oh, like, yeah. like, these are not nice people. And then is this the episode where his toenails get ripped out? Unfortunately, yeah. So, yeah, I am still not over that. When I was like thinking about this show in general this week, I was like, oh my gosh, that happened. So, this yeah. is my question then. So, basically, they like they get interrogated by this general mm-hmm. who's trying to prove, are you a spy or are you not? Yeah. And so, basically, the general figures out if I torture Jong Hyun, Ram Goon, Ram, what is it? Ryang Goon. Ryang Goon. Mm-hmm. can't handle it. So I can get all the information yeah. out of him if I torture Jong Hyun. So he starts yep. ripping Jong Hyun's toenails. And then Ram Goon does a really good job and doesn't give away any information and he makes yeah. it. And then at the end they're both just like weeping and Ram Goon's like at his like really feet. Yes. And then, so I think that's why I still have questions about their relationship. I'm like, well, you're able to go through that kind of level of torture together. And I'm just like, what happened to make y'all so just like tied to each other, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so where he's like willing to go through torture and not like hurt him. Um, And it could be unrequited love. I don't know. But I think just because of the scene, is this where they do the flashback scene? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Take us to the flashback scene, Ness. I'm just stick stuck on the fact that you're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> like it's But it could be right. Because that's really not the plot line in ancient historical dramas. I'm just saying. They normally don't go there, and so I'm just right. like, hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they showed us a flashback of um um little Rangum. And in his voiceover, he was saying how um, he ended up being sold into slavery. So we see a clip of like a man like on top of Rangum, like slicing, slicing him with a knife on his chest, basically. And it was terrible. Um, And 
John Kyun ended up saving him, like killing the guy that was attacking him and saved him. And I guess they've been together ever since. Mm-hmm. So that they gave us that context, you know, as this mm-hmm. whole toenail thing is happening. And <laughs> that scene was very painful because, well, painful for obvious reasons, but, you know, Ryangum is like devastated, like oh, yeah. devastated. And Jang Hyun, he's obviously in pain, but he still managed to, like, you know, kind of crack a smile and be like, Ryangum, you did so well. So it's like, wow, like, yeah. Well, uh, and my other question with that is too, it's like you see the the depths that he's, Jong Hyun's willing to go to be a spy to help the common people. Like he yes. is willing to go through all of this torture to help the people and get the mm-hmm. barbarians out of Korea. And so you're just like, yes. there's depth to him here that we haven't really seen before because like we've talked about, well, we haven't really talked about the fan. He has this mm-hmm. fan the whole first like few episodes. You just feel yes. like he's really fluffy and just like, he's always just like throwing this fan around. Yeah. But now you see like, you know, like your toenails are being ripped out of your feet and you mm-hmm. are still like, you're committed to the mission. And so Absolutely. I think that showed us a lot of depth with him in this episode because he is doing such a good job of being like the double agent and he's so smart and he's so yes. good at like lying and tricking the, the bad guys and all of it um, to help the common people. Um, but unfortunately, our girl Gilche sees none of this because she's on Ganghua and is fleeing again. Yes, yes. So she doesn't know all that he's been through. And also, I would just like to say that the next day he's only limping. And I'm just like, how are your feet not infected? How did you not lose your feet to gangrene? Because, like, you keep pointing out and come out again later on in this episode, Nas. They don't have antibiotics. Yeah, so there's like, no antibiotics. Like, there's no vaccines. You're walking around in the dirt. Like, how are your feet not infected? That's what I can't Yeah. Get he had no toenails. And he's just, like, walking around the next oh, day. It'll, it like, okay. Me. It just hurts me. Yeah. It was, it was, mm, it was painful. Yeah. 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 And like you said, like, you know, I think this was like a really good, it was good for us as an audience to see Jang Hyun doing this because, mm-hmm. you know, before he, you know, he's, he's the guy that doesn't want to go to war. Right. And doesn't, quote unquote, doesn't care about Joseon, whatever. And yeah. now he's what he's willing to do for his country yeah. and how he's like, I'm not about the politics or whatever. I'm about like protecting our people. So mm-hmm. that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Speaking of uh, Gilche leaving Gangkwa and like having to flee yet again yeah. because of the barbarians were like, oh, there's people here. So they started yeah. to, you know, kind of encroach on the island. And Gilche, this girl, she's, I mean, she's such a fighter. Smart. She really, she's mm-hmm. continuing to step it up. And mm-hmm. um, basically the the heir to the throne is yep. like, on the you know, is a baby. And um right. These, these um, I guess, ministers are making sure that the baby is being transported safely. And mm-hmm. so she's like, well, if I can get that baby, then I can make sure that me and the girls get on this boat and we can get off the island. Right. So right. she manages to convince the minister, like, I, I can get to the boat and I can get the baby to mm-hmm. the boat safely. And she uses the baby basically as her ticket to get her and her friends yeah. off the island. And I'm like... She's such a quick thinker. She's such a fighter. She's literally running with a baby in her hands when barbarians on horses are like running after her. Like yeah. it was insane. It was so yeah. intense. 
Yeah. And it was just such like a snap decision because they're trying mm-hmm. to get to the boat. She hears the baby cry. She looks over mm-hmm. and then you can tell she's like, oh, we need to save the baby. But then she's like, oh my gosh, this baby is the crown prince's son. Yeah. Somehow she finds that out in all of this and is like, we have yeah. to get this. Or she figures out they want this baby some, like the baby's important. Yes. Some. Yes. So she's like booking it down the beach. Now is this, this is after, this is after the other notable scene on the island where somehow he makes it to the island. <laughs> Oh right? yeah, well yes, yes because she. But that's like the end. Of, yeah, I think that's like the end of six. Because like, I think that that happens like the beginning of seven. Like oh, because the they have the baby with them. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm jumping ahead. I thought she yes. had taken the baby after the other scene that yeah, yeah. Her heart to shreds. Okay, so she gets on the boat. An officer helps her on the boat, who becomes important later. Who I yes. despise, but we don't yes. talk about that. <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise. So she gets on the boat. She basically has to make the tough decision to like other people are trying to get on the boat. She like hits them away so that yeah. like, John John's on the boat and all the things. Yep. And so yep. yeah, they get on the boat, they get to safety and they go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they go. And that's is that that's the end of that episode. That's right? pretty much the end. Yeah, it's pretty much the end. But yeah, Gilche thought really quick on her feet. I was like, You're you're killing it. She mm-hmm. was really killing it. Okay. Episode seven. <laughs> man okay well episode seven is this episode where naz lost her mind in the middle (laughs) i think this is the one where i had watched it before you and you were sending me voice memos oh my gosh oh yes yes it was hysterical i have to tell the story so i had fallen behind on the show i think i was like four episodes behind so i spent Mm -hmm. that sunday evening watching episodes um uh five through eight so mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I'm giving Hill the play-by-play as I'm watching. Literally. And, like, I was so thankful for you that day because she literally stayed up till, like, 1 a.m. as I was, like, watching the show because I was like, if I didn't have anyone to talk to, I yeah. would have exploded. Like, it was so great. I was there for it, man. It was so <laughs> funny. Okay. Um, what did you have at the <laughs> I mean, so smallpox. So let's go back to the barbarian camp. Um, So they are all mysteriously getting sick. Mm -hmm. And John Hoon figures out they have smallpox. The con has basically gone into hiding in the camp to not get smallpox. And um, at one point, he's trying to find out, oh, a barbarian comes in who's injured in, like, the tent. Mm -hmm. He has his dagger on him because he's encountered Gilche on the island. He picked up the dagger. He didn't actually kill Gilche. But he tells the guy, he tells John Hoon, I killed the woman who yes. has who had this dagger. Yeah. And so John Hume's all kinds of mad. Mm-hmm. And he grabs the man in his face and gets coughed on with his smallpox blood, which is unfortunate. So now we're like, great. Now he's going to get smallpox. Like, and she's still alive and you don't know it. And now you're going to get smallpox. And so, right. so that's where we go. Somehow he gets sent out with like a troop yes. to like look for people. So he's with the barbarians and then he hears a baby crying. Yeah. And what happens then? <laughs> So the girls were hiding with the baby under like the cleft of a rock and he's kind of like above it. So basically he, I don't know how he did this, such a big risk, but he turned on the troop that he was with and basically started like attacking them. Yeah. And um, because he knew that the ladies were there and, um, he, but he, but he does get pummeled pretty badly, which is the first time we ever see him. Like he gets gets defeated in the back. Yeah. 
And I, this is where you and I were both not okay because it was just like, he, um, yeah, he was, he was bleeding. He had smallpox and she's like right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, we were literally talking and I was like, he's rolling around in the dirt and he has smallpox. I was like, there's no vaccine. He's going to die. Like what's going to happen to him? Like what is, I'm just, I was just, I was so stressed out. And like, I think my favorite, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no. The thing about this thing that really like was breaking my heart was like, when he, he's like literally like in the dirt, like struggling and he, yes, face down in the dirt. And like when he saw Gilche, like, yep, like he saw her, like he, I mean, she thought she saw him. Yes. So he's fighting the bad guy and she's like running away and she turns and she's like, that looks like him. And she makes her escape, but then comes running back. Yes. Yes, and little annoying ministers like, oh, well, I didn't see anybody here. But <laughs> it was like, really like around the corner, down the hill, with his face in the dirt, bleeding. Yes, yes, because the first time he sees her before the whole fight happened, like the just him seeing her face, it looked like he was gonna cry. And oh, then the like actor, his facial yes. expressions are like oh incredible. Yeah. It's like the little things with him. And yeah. then after he's been beat up and he's like in the dirt and he has smallpox now. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. he just looks at her and he can see her and he could tell that he's just like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just like tell her that I'm here or like mm-hmm. she knows that I'm here, you know? So mm-hmm. it was, it was intense. It was intense. And then, so basically what happens is the guy tells her, yeah, no one's here. He, she walks off. She's like, okay. Yeah. And then he's laying there with his face in the dirt with smallpox bleeding and they play that song. And I was like, I am not well. And my favorite part was when you messaged me at one point and you were like, Hill, he has smallpox. (laughs) And they don't have antibiotics. (laughs) There's no medicine. There's nothing. Or some little penicillin. (laughs) Something just very just like, I I guess because when I had watched it, I had remembered that he had smallpox, but that's not what like stood out to me. It was just like the heartbreaking. I was like, she's running back. She's going to see him. And then she didn't. Why did they do that to us? And so, but you're pointing out just continually, and he has smallpox. Yeah, literally. I was like, the stakes are high here. Like, he's sick. Like, he's and there's sick. no he medicine. His, just the fact that his face was literally in the dirt. Like, in the dirt. There's no, like, just, it was as low as you can get for him. Yeah. And yeah, and his love goes off. Yeah. And we had never seen him like that before. So it was scary. Like, I were like, you're invincible. And then now it's like, oh, no, like, it was scary. Um, But I think it also showed us like the lengths that he was willing to go to to protect her. Absolutely. And she didn't see it. But I'm just like, he literally almost died again for you. And he thought you were dead. And then you're not because that is a theme in the show of them thinking you're dead. You know, yes. He thought you were dead. And he's like thrilled that you're not dead. But now he might be dying because he has smallpox. Exactly. It's a lot going on. It's too much. Oh my gosh. And then there was also that scene with Yeonjun being messy and like meeting up with Gilche. Cause like at this point, the war, it, it wrapped up. Like, so we very quickly, (laughs) very quickly. That was abrupt. I was like, wait a second. We were literally ripping out people's toenails last episode. Now we're done. Yes. Yes. So like the middle of the episode, the war has ended and like, you know, they came to an agreement and like, the um, King Ching was like, yes, yeah. yeah. Ching was like, well, give us a crown prince and we'll, we'll call it even. So yeah. that's what the agreement was. So everything stopped. And so now they're back in the village and Yanju meets up with Gilche 
-hmm. just being so messy and he's like talking to her they're just basically talking about how like their issues like clearly Mm -hmm. you know she's kind of like why don't you like me and it's just like it was this whole thing and he was basically like the conversation ended and he was like you need to move on like I'm mm-hmm. marrying Une, like we're we're done. But then he felt the need to end the, the to end the conversation by saying, There's a question that Sunyak asked me before he died that I couldn't say no to. And I said, I What is wrong with you? Why really? are you like seriously, like what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why are yeah. you even here? Like yeah. why do you exist? This conversation didn't need to happen. Oh my god. No, I was just like it. It just, he does, yeah, I I have no words for that because it was just so selfish to be like, but I'm not going to tell you that she's like, well, what was the question? Mm, I'm not going to tell you because he doesn't tell her, right? No. He just throws it out there and you're like, what? Yeah. So I was not a fan. I was angry about that scene. I had forgotten about it, but I was mad. So annoying. Okay. We have to talk about that. This is episode seven. Is this right? Yeah. 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 We have to talk. Yeah. Let's talk about the end of seven. So at the end of seven, wow, again, a lot. <laughs> um, so he has agreed. He's been recruited to go to Ximyang. So they're sending yes. a crown prince to Ximyang as a hostage. He has agreed because of varying degrees of their relationship and, you know, commitment issues. He has nothing to lose. He's going to go to Ximyang. And basically she keeps, she comes after him a couple of different times and it's like, yeah. yo, what are you doing? So they meet in this field, which is where we have the promotional poster. And um, somehow I forget how they fall over Mm -hmm. on each other in the field, which you know what happens. And he's like, (laughs) giving him this ribbon. Yeah. He's like, and this is important. I wrote this quote down because it comes back later. I will not lose this ribbon or be separated from it until I die is basically (sighs) what he says. Oh Emphasis on until I die. So he oh. said, I will this ribbon. I intend, no, so he said, I intend to never lose this ribbon until I die. So he's holding onto her ribbon and he's she's, he's like, You really like me, blah, 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 blah. She's like, No, I don't. This is, you can put all of this if I'm wrong. But then <laughs> you never forget this moment. Yes. And he's like staring at her and they get really close to kissing and you're like, Are they going to mm-hmm. kiss or not? And then you think they're not going to kiss because he's like, yeah. You're not ready for this, basically. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. There's remember there's part before that though. Remember when um she before that part, he like grabbed her and put her hand on his chest. Yes. And was like, how come whenever I see you, my heart drums? Oh, I forgot about that. That was sweet. Yes. So then yeah. she's like, What what? What's happening? And then he leans yeah. in. Yes, okay, now continue. Yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't and then he's you're like, Oh, he's not gonna kiss her. Okay. Yeah. He's, just, he's just like and then he does, and none of us saw it happening. Oh, like, no. no. And again, it's like you know the K drama kiss where they look like they're it's all kinds of uncomfortable, but right. they're just like like it's like too like I don't know like they don't it's just a weird kiss. Yeah. But um, but then they kiss, and then the episode ends, and we're it like, well, fantastic. It was really good. It was I, really good. I was like, it was twelve thirty at night at this point. <laughs> And I, if it was earlier, I would have been screaming. I had to like, cover oh, my yeah. mouth because I was screaming. Um, yeah. Like, because he leaned in and was like, huh, you thought I was going to kiss you? <laughs> and he's like <laughs> laughing at her. And she was just like, oh my gosh, like, I hate you, whatever. And then he literally grabs her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't see it coming because I was literally surprised. I think that's what yeah. the writing in this show is so good because there are so yes. many things where I'm like, oh, I see this coming. Nope. I see that. Didn't see that coming. Right. And I think the acting was just really good in this one too. I was like, oh, he actually did kiss her. I'm surprised. Yeah. And so then again, you think, 
we're going to have some relational development and some like commitment. Right. Alas, it is not to be. <laughs> Alas. No, like. But I had hope after this episode, Naz. I had a too. lot of hope. Like, I thought me too. Like, we're going to get somewhere. Exactly. It's only episode seven. But y'all are still playing games and it, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. Um, really? But yeah, like the scene, I sent a video to Hill when I was watching it because I was like, he, it's a fake me out kiss. I was like, oh my gosh, like I literally was going to pass out. But then literally yeah. I stopped the video after like the fake me out part. And I was like, oh, he did kiss her. It just it's so not like, fake ah. me out. No, I did a really good job faking you out, but it's not. Oh my gosh. So and good. And then I think, yeah. And then I was confused again. So episode eight starts and then she's back yes. at him again being like, you just kissed me and now you're going to Shimyong. Yeah, That part yes. was really painful. That was really painful. I hated oh, that scene. That hurt. Yeah. Because he was like, if you promise to not think about Young Jun again, I won't mm-hmm. go to Shimyong. I'll stay. Like, just give me the mm-hmm. word. And he was like, even if you secretly desire him in your thoughts, I just need your words and I'll stay. And she couldn't, she couldn't do it. It was honest. She was like, he's a hard yeah. guy to erase. And I was like, how the heck is he hard to erase? Like, he literally saved you when he had smallpox. Like, stop. I just... But he also, li- has he lied about that part yet? They had their reunion after the war. Mm-hmm. And they had their reunion. He goes to her house. She's not there. She's looking for him. They finally yeah. meet. Yeah. And she was like, I have a question. Were you on the island ever? Or were you at such and such place? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I was never there. And his servant's like, why didn't you tell her the truth? And he's like, I was mm-hmm. embarrassed. I didn't want her to know that I saved her. And yeah. Like, that was your I, feel, I think eventually he did tell the truth, though. But then didn't she not believe him? didn't believe him. It's in episode yeah. 10. Yeah. 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 Which was so frustrating. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So basically, they both are like, they have all these deep, deep feelings. They've been through all of this trauma with the war. They've all grown. Yes. They come together and they're acting like idiots. Yes. And it's just like, ugh. So yeah, yes. basically this part killed me because he has like he's like holding his her face in his hands, mm-hmm. and he's just like I really resent you, like and I yeah. really like you just, but I also whatever, and her eyes are just huge because I think she yes. realizes like, he actually has really deep feelings for me. Yes, and then he rides off to go to Shimyong where he might die because they keep telling people that they're all going to oh, die. Gosh. Oh my goodness, it was it was rough. That was painful, and then yeah. like. Episode eight was really important for Gilche though, because mm-hmm. there was this moment when she word word comes out that Jong Hyun is dead. I, I don't know, he's they're like, he died. <laughs> and she's devastated. She goes to the top she of the mountain. The yes, yeah, she sees a ribbon, yes. She goes to the top of the mountain because there's this tradition, like if you like wave the wave like a coat and mm-hmm. like call out like the person's name, like Maybe, like, they'll mm-hmm. come back or something. So mm-hmm. she goes to the top of the mountain, and all the girls are there, like, um, right. Dune, um, Une, Jong Jong, and she's literally crying for Jong mm-hmm. Hyun. And this yeah. is really important because now she's, like, making it known that she loves this man. Like, her right. friends are right there, and they right. can hear it. Like, she's admitting to herself, finally, that she loves him. So it was a turning point, and I was like... And it was nice, because I think that was the episode that was, like, super political and confusing, right? So that was, like, the only part yes. of the episode that I was like, okay, yes. well, we're back we're back on schedule, because I did not know what was going on the entire episode. No, yes, you're right. I remember you and I talking about it and being like, did you understand episode eight? Because I didn't. And then you'd be like, I thought you would understand it. And I was like, no, nah, I got nothing. I just know she was really sad at the end. Um, I will say this episode, was this the episode where Yune and Jong Yoon got married? Or did they get married in seven? 
Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember. At some point they get married. I think this was an important – because going back to the friends thing, because I don't want to talk about that. um, I think one of my favorite parts of the show was like the friendship of the women because they are just – they get so – they were already friends before the war. Yeah. They just get so bonded in the war. And they've been through so many hard things together. And there is Mm -hmm. a moment of growth, to your point, with Gilche – where Yune remembers, like, she's about to get married, and she's yeah. like, I can't marry him because I've been, like, the barbarian touched me. Mm. And so she's, like, starting to get really nervous about all of that, and she's remembering this, like, grandma saying, if a barbarian touches you, you need to kill yourself and all yeah. of this. And so yeah. she's really struggling, and Yune or Gilche basically comes to her and it's like, no, you're the right person for Yongjun. And, like, yes. basically, I think this is what's just so sweet about friendship in general. It's like, we all mm-hmm. need those friends who, like, mm-hmm. they see that you're stuck, and, like, hey, but you can keep going. And, like, I think of yeah. a friend who's you know, we're in different life stages, but we like share each other's like struggles and all the things. And sometimes you just need that person to come alongside you and be like, no, like stop listening to this lie. You can keep going. You can keep doing this. And so Absolutely. I think for her, Ilche, it was just really sweet where she was like, you've been trying to steal this man the whole time, the whole yeah. show. But now you're like, you are going to marry him. This mm-hmm. like nothing to you. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You can go freedom and marry this guy that you love. And I think that was a turning point for her where it was like, she finally stopped being selfish when it came yes. to a young And yes. it was just like, and then he's dead. And then Zhang Yun is dead. So then basically what happens is they send back all the belongings of the people from Shim Yang who have died. Mm-hmm. And somehow his stuff gets sent back. Right. With the ribbon. And so she remembers, he said he would only part from this ribbon if he was dead. And that's yeah. when she completely shattered there is another part from the field scene that was really important or from the final goodbye scene mm-hmm. what was important was the was the flower slippers yes. so he asked her why are you here like why do you keep coming back to me and like mm-hmm. not letting me leave basically and she's like well i have this dream because this whole time she thought it was jong Hyun in the dream but she's starting to think is it actually jong Hyun?" yeah and so she's trying to legitimately explain it to him and she's like i even lost my flower slippers and he's like mm-hmm. your greed or this down your greed for flower slippers knows no bounds. And so he gets caught up on that. And she's like, no, that's not what I mean. And then he's like, fine, I'll bring you back all the flower slippers you ever wanted. And like, so he turns it into this whole, like, I will come back for you conversation. But I'm like, just let her finish what she was going to say. I know. And then Rongyum or the other servant are like, you really need to leave. And so like, basically he says, I will bring back all these flower slippers for you. And what we don't know is the beginning is that as he's been on his way, he's been like buying just like hordes of flower slippers for yeah. her. So. Oh, yes, yes. I love what you said about Gilche and like that that moment she had with Une. Um, mm-hmm. Because that, yeah, I agree. Like this was the episode where she finally let Yanjun go. Like yeah. she's like, I'm letting it go. Like we're closing yeah. that chapter. And I was like, finally. finally. Should have done like, episode two, girl. Right. But whatever. Yeah. I was just like, come on now. But yeah, there was yeah, I was so proud of her in that episode. And I felt like her character arc like was fully actualized at that moment. Like, cause like mm-hmm. she had grown a lot, like matured a lot through the war, but that moment of her letting go of Yanjun, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like you're okay, you're going in the right direction. I was very proud of her. <laughs> yeah. This was a good this was a really it was a good episode, but it does yeah. just feel like the timing is off and it's really I was starting to feel the tension of like, I don't really know how they're going to end this show. Yeah. And I was starting to feel it at the end of episode eight where I was just like, oh, he's over there. And they're really putting him, I guess this is more in episode nine. Was there anything else mm-hmm. for episode eight? Dad? No, no. Let's be going on to nine. Okay. So episode nine, this is my story um, about this one. So I <laughs> went on vacation. 
as Naz knows, and I went to China, <laughs> which I love. And so I thought mistakenly that Vicky would work really well in Asia, and then it didn't. So basically, imagine me on the plane. So I got to download. I left the weekend episodes nine and ten came out in America, mm-hmm. so I was able to download episode nine in LA before I flew to China, thinking that when I landed in China, I'll have access to episode ten. So literally, what happened was I am watching episode nine on my flight. <laughs> landing in Beijing and I'm like super emotional because I'm about to be in China and like the wheels are touching down. I'm at the end of episode nine and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? So I'm like fast forwarding the last three minutes, skipping 15 seconds just so I can see what happened. I was like, what, 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 what's going to happen? And then the wheels touch down and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. And then I wake up the next day. I'm at my friend's house. I'm on like her Wi-Fi. I think I can download it. And I click on Vicky and my dearest. And it says this content is not available in your region. Oh, <laughs> I felt so bad. So K-drama detox that I was not intending to have. Um, <laughs> and so then I was like, I didn't find out what happened for, I think, literally a month after episode nine. There was a gap between episode nine and it was a month. You finished it, Oriel finished it, my mom finished it, and I'm like, what (laughs) happened? So I did feel like China paid me back, though, because when I flew back out of China three weeks later, um, they had confidential assignment two on the plane with Hyun Bin. And so I was like, that content's not available in America. So y'all owed me Hyun Bin. Thank you. I got to watch him take <laughs> that guy's with a fly swatter. And I was like, this is what I needed. All <laughs> on the China Airlines flight out of China, a lot of the movies were Korean. So yeah. everyone around me is literally watching Korean movies. And I yeah. was just like, but my dearest, like what happens? And then I needed like, <laughs> four or five days in America to get over jet lagged where I was emotionally ready for episode 10. So yes. episode nine and I are like not in a good place because I was just like, <laughs> what just happened? But yeah, so what stood out to you in episode nine now? Oh my gosh, poor Hill was going through it. She was like, really oh my was. gosh, like, I, I can't watch it here. What am I going to do? And then she's like, I just need to know, like, what, what happened? Who did she marry? Like, what happened? Like, she... Poor Hill was so stressed. I felt so bad. I and you so and Ariel were sending like the best gifts about your reactions to episode 10. And I was like, something's not okay. Like I know something's not okay. Cause they are like being mauled over here. Like he's at the mangy mauled cat. And I was like, yeah. no, what happened in episode 10? Oh my God. And my mom's going to be like, it wasn't that bad. And I was like, <laughs> I'm getting two completely opposite. Did I tell you she accidentally spoiled it for me? So Wait, she basically no. told me, she was like, well, I talked to Naz about it and I think she made the right choice, but Naz disagrees with me. And I was like, therefore Naz and I are on the same page. So now I know what happened. And she just goes, oh. <laughs> so it was a quite, literally quite the journey um, with these last two episodes for me. <laughs> So. Oh my gosh, Hill. Oh my yeah. goodness. And it, it was, was funny because hilarious. when Hill finally watched episode 10, like last week, was it? Yeah, it was like, it's very fresh. Yeah, she watched it last week and she was like, I'm going to go on a stress run. Let's, let's, oh. let's have a powwow in like 15 minutes. Yeah, I had to go run a couple <laughs> miles just to at least the stress of episode 10 because it was, I was like, what are we, what? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. So episode nine. Um, that officer shows up from the boat. Yes. And he's been kind of like in, in like ingratiating himself. Is that the phrase? Yeah. He was kind of like been like around. Cause like mm-hmm. after the war, like Gilche, like started a business kind of, and yeah. he was kind of around, he was around a lot. So we got to see him a lot more, like maybe like, I don't remember what episodes that was happening in, like maybe like yeah. eight, 
or something. I don't know, nine, actually beginning of nine. I don't remember, but she was, he was around a lot more. And we're like, oh, okay, okay. where did you come from? Okay. <laughs> you're nice, but you're not Jonghyun. So right. I don't Right. And like her father, this is important too, but from like episodes, episodes ago, her father mm-hmm. has mentally like tanked after the war because yeah. he saw Yune's father die. And yes. so he needs a lot of care. And he's like convinced that Gilche has been taken by the barbarians, even when she's yeah. there, like she recognize people mm-hmm. and all of that. So she really feels the weight of having to care for her family. And is this the episode where she makes all the bowls? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. So you she starts that business. Yeah. yeah, making like the bulls. And that's how she kind of got close with that minister guy. And um, that's how, again, too, it shows like her like fighting spirit because she's like literally yes. hard by the mountain. And yeah. now she's like, okay, but like, now we have to feed the family. And so she's yeah. making these like, there's some kind of bowl they use for different like ceremonies. Yeah. Um, she teams up with like stolen. the, yeah, they, 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 she teamed up with the, um, what is the, the term? Oh, the the guys is that it, the, the is, it, is, is it black? Is it, it's not blacksmith. Yeah. Yes, she teams up with the blacksmiths, and she's like, "Hey, like if you guys like, where you know they everyone brought like their um their I don't know was it their jewelry or it's coins yeah. I think yeah coins. and like like let's make these bowls so we can sell them to the noble families and we can you know make money and we can all split it and mm-hmm. they unfortunately all ended up getting stolen so it didn't work out but she has like a fighting spirit and like I applauded her because she was just so smart and like. So quick on her feet. Um, But yeah. And so the officer helps her, supports her. He's falling in love with her. Yes. He sees like she's tough and she's like beautiful and she's funny. And he sees all these character qualities in her. And she's just like, I think, does he propose in this episode? Oh, yeah, he does. Because yeah, I he got does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And she's yes. like, no, thank you. And this, yeah. is a, this is my beef with him. I'm like, she literally told you, thank you so much, but no, thank you. I love someone else multiple times. And he's like, I yeah. don't care. I don't understand why the guys in the show, when she talks, they just don't listen. Because even yeah. John, she's like trying to genuinely explain how she feels and he will not yeah. listen to her. Yeah. And then same thing with this guy. He's like, I don't care that you love another man. Just come to me. And I'm like, God, like what yeah. is what she wants, you know? Yeah. And like, he's like, like, he's literally like, well, like, how long are you going to like, you know, love a man that's like, you know, dead? And he's like, I don't even care that you still love him. Like, I still just, I just just want to be with you. Like, it's okay that you still love him. Just like, yeah. what? But yeah. I get it. Like, he wants to protect her. He wants to help yes. her. He cares about her family. It's all very yeah. good and honorable. But also, yeah. like, can she just grieve for, like, two more weeks because he's coming back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, give her give her a second. Um, yeah. So this scene, I was in so much pain for Jang Hyun during this scene because um, he rolls back into town, into the village. He's so excited. Because he has a trunk full of shoes for Gilche. And, you know, I guess maybe some sort of like engagement like ceremony is going on for Gilche and the minister. And he happens to like walk into like, like, you know, roll into town right as that is happening. And he sees Gilche come out and the pain in his eyes. I mean, I could not handle it. Oh, no. And that's literally when my flight landed in Beijing and I was like wait he sees her she sees him and then he walks away and I was like no <laughs> and, and I was just like is he married is is, is she married is she not like was it her because I was in denial because you know I go into denial on a lot of things but I was in denial that she's actually getting married I was like maybe it's like she says she would arrange the marriage for like Zhang Zhang maybe it's like Zhang Zhang's wedding Oh my gosh. And then it's like, no, it was definitely her. 
And then, and then, yeah, but I was like, are they ever going to talk? Like, that was my whole thing. It was like, is what? But yeah, the pain, the, because she was so, this was the part that killed me, was her eyes were just like, oh my gosh, you're alive. I am right. so shocked you're alive. Right. And his eyes hurt. I'm like, oh, but she thought you were dead. But, because we, we haven't talked about this yet, because Rangoon sabotaged. Yes. And so Jong Hyun sent him back early to tell her, tell her I'm coming. Or he was going back early with the delegation. I don't understand all of it, but basically he was going back early and Jong Hyun told him, tell Gilche I'm coming back. And Rangoon lies through his teeth and mm -hmm. doesn't. And we find out in episode 10, through which the writers did a great job, like just giving us pieces of what happened and like backing yes. us forth. But basically what ends up happening is Gilche, Rangoon didn't go talk to Gilche. Gilche runs into him and is like, did Jong Hyun die quickly? And he's like, yeah, he did. He's dead. And so she legitimately thinks he's dead and he knows it. And so... But Jong Hyun has no idea that she's getting married or that she thinks he's dead. And that's where we that's where we ended it. And I was not okay. It was rough. I was like, this is terrible timing. This is awful. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. Oh my gosh. Because I was like, well, she's still not technically married. Like right. they are not actually married. They are as good as married in the culture, which they make really mm -hmm. clear. But they are not actually married. So episode right. nine was the cliffhanger that we knew it would be, but wow, it was really painful to watch. Yeah, I had no words. I was like, I don't know how this is gonna get resolved. This is terrible. This is bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let's talk about the finale episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So first of all, Ryangum is so messy. Can't stand him. The worst. The worst. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Literally sabotaged it on purpose. And and again, the writers, episode 10 was incredible. It was incredibly written because they it basically was. like different perspectives from both of their sides. And they gave us pieces of it, but not the full piece, but you thought you had the full piece. So it was like, I felt like after episode 10, I just watched them talk for an hour and a half in different places under different trees on different bridges. And I was always kind of like, <laughs> here. Because it just, you know what I mean? Like that's what it really felt like. I'm just like, what we are talking a lot i'm glad we finally talked but again they've, they've maintained their toxicness and they just basically are out to hurt each other and not because they're both so hurt that they're just hurting each other all of episode 10. absolutely yeah like you said there's so many conversations that they had throughout the episode i was like all right we're having another you know debrief we're having another debrief we're having another debrief but it was so needed because that right. they never talked fully like they never really talked out their feelings and that I mean these conversations they were having were intense and they were. I mean I could I mean I was not doing well during this episode and I remember with their first conversation um Jang Hyun was like you can't go a day without a man he said something like oh. that and it was just like oh man this is oh here we go <laughs> here we go once was you're alive and that went like right over his head and he yep. went one day without a man and again she's really hurt because she's got all this stuff going on too and her response is you know what you're right i can't that's what you think about me fine and it's just like tell him you thought he was dead because his best friend lied to you but she oh. does it but she doesn't say that she's just like i'm mad like i'm mad and so yeah oh man yeah i 
I just was like, I was yelling at the screen. I was like, just tell him you thought he was dead. Like, it was yeah. so stressful to watch. And mm -hmm. finally, all these conversations come to a head. And he is, like, imploring her, like, please just come with me. Like, run away with me. Like, oh, please. Yeah, of and plot twist, she runs away with him, which I was not expecting. I screamed I during that scene. Because there were so many. I think they were still having a party for her engagement. Yeah. So many like, and this is again where Yune comes in clutch. So basically they, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. And Yong Jun gets involved at some point and is trying to like give his two cents worth on what he thinks should happen. Um, but then, yeah, I did not expect her to actually like just take my hand and run. And I did not expect her to take his hand and run. And then all of a sudden they're running through the streets and I was like, yes, but also <sighs> No, because I know that Naz didn't like the ending. And if Naz didn't like the ending, I'm not going to like the ending. So therefore, I know this is not going to go well. <laughs> this It was, I mean, I was screaming. And like this the, this episode really takes you on a roller coaster. So you're, you're literally, I just felt like I was being like, I don't know, putting put through the ringer like the entire time. So I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. they're like arguing and fighting throughout the whole episode. Finally, she runs away with him. The scene was shot beautifully. I could yeah. not believe my eyes. I was like, I can't believe it's actually happening. Yeah. And way they run away, they end up like at an inn. And this scene made me melt because it was, it was oh my gosh, they were at the inn and um they were talking and like, I don't remember what the context of the conversation was, but she was just like, um, are you going to be my husband? And then he like, you know, grabs oh, okay. her and he like looks at her in the eyes and he's like, I'll be your servant. My body will be yours. My mind will be yours. And my heart is already yours. Yeah. And like, you're over here melting. And I'm going, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was his answer. But, but are you going to marry her? Like, because he still will never say, and that's her whole beef with him the whole time. She keeps going back to that. She's like, you keep saying you will never get married. What am I supposed to do with that? And I thought it was, because I think the context was basically this, um, this, like, the innkeeper's wife was, like, thinking, oh, like, y'all have run away together, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, we haven't run away together. This is my husband. And he's all mm -hmm. like, husband her and then she's like but for real are you gonna marry me and then he and again i think he means all of that and i think that's yeah. like can be and all of the things and it was beautifully written and lovely but i think for her she was like you could see her melting where she's like okay but then also when it comes down to it she's like but i don't trust your love which she said later on and i was right. like oh. Okay, y'all, I think both sides had real as again because they took us through every thought they ever had on this episode yeah. i yeah. think both really solid points where yeah. I think at one point he says, if you had said, if you had told me back in the day that like, cause she's like, I thought you were dead. He's like, well, if you had told me that you would not think about Yongjun again, I would have stayed and you wouldn't have thought I was dead. Solid point. And then she's like, but you will never tell me that you're going to marry me. And he's like, but I love you with all of my heart, mind and soul, whatever. And again, solid point. So it's just like, just watching them both be toxic and just not and just feeling so deeply and not being able to get past it and resolve it was so painful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Oh, I just can't even think about it. But no, I, I agree. And but even with like the marriage thing, remember like a few episodes back, he said um, he said, yeah, like I would like he was like I would he, he basically felt like he'd be open to marrying her, which was like a huge 
stepfather. Yeah. So I think he does want to marry her. He's just like annoying about the language. And I think you're right. Cause I think in that moment, I think he was messing with her too. Cause he was kind of laughing. Yes. Completely serious. Where he's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not- I think to him, marriage is not the issue. He's like, I love you with everything that I am. And he's just like, you know, and it's like, well, okay, that's a really great answer that you just gave me. Yes. But again, I was like, but you still technically did not answer her question. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then at this point, like, also, I really liked the scene where Jong Hyun just like lets Yong Joon have it and is like, bro, like you have played with her this whole time. You just yep. like the fact that she likes you and you're a selfish idiot and your wife loves you and you are just, you don't care about Gilche. You can't tell me I can't run away with her. Like you have nothing to say. Did he punch him? I think he punched him in the face. I think so. Or am yeah. I in the face? I don't know. I think so. I think, yeah, I think they might have had a physical confrontation. <laughs> yeah happened it, it was just crazy and then Yune so they're still in the end they've eloped and Yune knows like Yune knows that Gilche has run away and this is again where I love their friendship where she, it's like her turn to be like yeah Gilche this is bad like if you run away with him it'll affect your sister's marriage it'll affect your reputation but like I know you and I love you I know that you really love him and I know this is the only option you go like I will like she covers for her and she's like you go you run you go and then um and then enter the officer and his sneaky ways of getting her back. Yeah. He basically was like, yeah, technically we're married since they did that ceremony. So I can like have her killed because she's an adulterer. And he's like, I know how I can get her back. And he basically like let her dad wander in the woods, just like left him in yep. the woods. And yep. she, and he knew that that would make um, Gilche come running. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it, it was sad because um, so she, she left the inn and she she told Jang Hyun she would be back um, mm-hmm. because she was like, I just want to say goodbye to my family. And I genuinely believe that like she was literally, that's all she was going to do. But then yeah. she ends up running into her dad in the woods and he has this lucid moment of just being like, Gilche, like, go on, like, we'll be okay. It was like one moment of like sanity. But then I she realized like, I yeah. And she's like, she realized that like, I can't leave my family. There's there's, there were so many consequences if she mm-hmm. left. Like, again, her her sister's marriage, she would mm-hmm. be seen as an adulteress. Um, her dad would not be cared for. Like, it was bad. So, oh. Is, I think this is where my mom was like, I understand why she made the decision and why you and yeah. I are like, because, and I was finally glad that at the point where, like, she's with her dad by the stream and he has mm-hmm. this and, and then the officer shows up. And mm-hmm. she got him shaking her head and backing away. And he actually does let her go. Like she, he has like a tear running down his cheeks and then, yeah. or his cheek. And then like, he lets her keep backing away and go. And so, and she goes. And so then you think, okay, she's going back to John Hume, but then she doesn't, she writes him a letter. And basically again, the part that stood out to me and that was like, I just don't trust your love, which again, yeah. I think is fair to a degree, but I'm also just like, y'all just need a good marriage counselor and you can figure all of this out. Like, because oh he's gosh. never told her about like his past. Right. And she's so young. She doesn't really have a past. Like he knows all the things about her, but I think there is some healing that needs to happen on his end um, to make him healthy. And like, they're just both really toxic together. They're both, and this is part of the stuff to me about like, again, after the whole show is over, I was like, wow. If you look at their other relationships, except for wrong you, but if you look at like, with her family and just like yeah, her and the way he cares for other people, you're like, 
y'all are not selfish or crazy or toxic with other people, but you are very selfish and toxic with each other. And so part of me is glad they didn't end up together at the very end because I'm like, mm-hmm. I think episode or in season two, we see like some massive development with communication and just like growth as people and not being toxic together. That is my hope. But I, I do, I know why they, again, as Oriel said, like, it's not the end hill. It's not the end. So I'm just like, I know why they did it this way, but it was really painful to watch it. Yeah, it was extremely painful to watch. And I understand Gilche's decision mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, leaving her family would, it would, it's not like, oh, like, I'm just leaving to live my life, but like, it would negatively impact them. Right. So I understood why she decided to leave mm-hmm. Jang But the thing that hurt me, first of all, Jang, I felt more, I felt more sorry for Jang than I did for her. Oh, absolutely. But like, yeah, but like, I think what hurt was the letter because she was just kind of like, I don't love you enough to leave my family. And oh, that hurts. That, that like, was, that was painful. Yeah. That hurts. So I was just like, dang, man. And again, I think it comes down to the fact that she can't, she, she won't fully say this or admit it to herself. But like you said, I don't think she trusts him. I don't think she has full confidence in him. So she was like, I don't think you're basically, you're not worth leaving my family for, which was painful. And I um, think yeah. she know the full picture because she kept saying he even made up the story about trying to save us, you know, when he had smallpox. It's like he didn't mm-hmm. make up that leave him. Because yeah. I think she through so much pain. Like, again, that scene where she's, like, throwing his coat in the wind, like, asking him to come back. Like, you see how devastated she is. I think she's also trying to avoid the pain of all of Like, she, they've just both been through a lot. Um, and so I think there's varying layers of it, but I think you're right. Like that was really hurtful for him again. Just like, they just keep hurting each other very, very deeply. And so what did, what did you think about, again, this is where it also got me good. The, the end scene. So he's on the boat with his very billowing sleeves. Um, oh my gosh. Going off into the sunset. He's confronted Rongyum and been like, why did you do this? And like slammed the wall. And Rongyum's like, because I know that she's not good for you, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but he's on the boat with the other servant going off. We don't know where, right? Is he going back to Ximyang? I think he's going back to Ximyang. So he's, and again, the only thing that made me like somewhat okay in the scene was the fact that his like, his little outfit was just so voluminous that cracked me up a little bit. But I was like, <laughs> I'll bake your dresses. So he's going off on this boat. And then she's up on the she's up under the tree watching him go off, and I was like, "Why are you doing this to each other?" Oh my but gosh! Like this is again why I still have questions. Is Rongyun was watching her watch him, and so I'm like, "What nefarious, horrible thing are you gonna do next, buddy? Like, are you gonna try and kill her?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Why are all?" It's like the love triangle is here, and I was like, "No, no." No, like you do not get to be sad that he's leaving. This is your fault, Rongyum. Like <laughs> in there watching him go, and then I thought, and, I, and I'm like, well, again, I watched it with my mom. And I was like, okay, okay, like we're done. And she goes, oh wait, there's more. And I was like, what do you mean there's more? And then there's a two year time hop, Naz. I was oh not- gosh, I was not okay. I was like two years. And then he's back in his brown outfit with the sword. And I was like, uh-oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then he is chasing. You think he's chasing basically Korean hostages. He's, like, mm-hmm. chasing. But there's the girl in the blue mask. 
And basically what he ends up doing is he like stops the girl in the blue mask from taking the hostages. So again, he has stayed consistent with his care for the common people. Yeah. But tricking the girl in the blue mask. And then again, he basically shoots an arrow. It flies and it hits like right next to her horse. She falls off the horse. He catches her there on the grass. And that's how it ends. And I was not expecting that. And this is why I went on my stress run because I was like, what in the actual heck was that? <laughs> and that is that's the end of season five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um So you know I about think, this act. Tell me about yeah. the So apparently they've acted in multiple dramas together. Um, Nam Goon Min and this actress, uh, who is, I think her name is Lee Chunga, I think. Yeah. Um, and sh- they've acted together a lot and people really love their chemistry and stuff. So everyone's like, what's going to happen? <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I, I, but by this point, I was emotionally exhausted. <laughs> so yeah. I was exhausted. I'm, I'm devastated. I just felt so bad for Jang Hyun. Oh yeah. Um, he, he was, he just looked just broken in every way. And like when yeah. he like let go of the last pair of shoes into the, the ocean, and, the, the river. And she watched him do it. I mean, the whole thing. Yep. Oh man, it was rough. Um, and yeah. And then we get the time jump, which I was not expecting at all. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, a lot can happen in two years. Yeah. So, you know, what does this mean for, you know, what Gil Chase up to? So, uh, yeah. So what-, what a way to end it. So did you want to talk through like our hopes, our questions? Like, what do you want to talk through at this point? Yes. Yes. Let's do questions. So what did you like? What what questions are remaining for you? Like in the next what, part? I, I mean, I don't, that's not my question. I think, did she marry the officer? Or did she not? Yeah. I, I think, I think one of two things. I think either she's married to the officer and has two kids or she did not marry the officer because she realized like, I really love this guy. I need to, I need some space to heal and just to become a, a human like a grown adult in my own right. Um, which I go with it. Um, and she's taking care of her family. She's selling her bowls, you know, whatever character growth. Um, I think with my question was Jong Hyun, is he out? To, is he out as a bounty hunter or is he against the bounty hunter? I think he's against mm. the, bounty hunter. I think he's trying, I think he's going to use his wily ways in his face mm-hmm. to the bounty hunter and exploit her into stopping and to saving people. I don't see him being inconsistent with that. Right. I do. I think the bounty hunter is going to have feelings for Jong Hyun. Um, but why is he on the beach? Um, who's after him? Cause I think in the first episode, they, the inspector basically says about Jong Hyun, is that the one who led the crown prince astray? So like he's going to yes. advice to the crown prince. It's not going to be good. Um, but is it, you know, all of that. So just basically what is next? I don't know. Um, so yeah, those are my questions. Oh, those are also good. Yeah, I basically have the same ones. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, to piggyback off the ones about, um, Gilchay and the minister, um, mm-hmm. is he gonna die? Because I feel like the only way that her and John can could be together if he dies. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I, I may have said at the end of episode 10 when I was talking to y'all, I hope he dies, which is a horrible <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> Or her being married to him for a couple of years and then him dying in the war. Um, I could see that. I can honestly, I kind of wonder if like Young Jun's gonna make it through the the next season and Yune. I could kind of see Yune dying, honestly. Yeah, um, I, I can see Young Jun dying. Mm-hmm. Um so 
I just think my main question is what has he been doing for two years? Yeah. Why is he with the bounty hunter? And then what, what, where are they going to go with the bounty hunter? I just, again, I think the fact that Rongoom's in jail, he's white haired, they've stayed political. They've stayed in the fight. Yeah. So I don't see, um, I don't know. I want them to be together. That is my hope. Yeah. I, I, it's a dim hope at this point. So I just don't see how they could come back together because she basically said, I never want to see you again. Um, we need to stay out of each other's lives. Um, so I just, I just don't know Nas. I just don't know. I don't know either girl. I really don't. I, I don't know. I, one of my questions was like, are we going to get a happy ending? But honestly, I can't even, I can't even hope, bring myself to hope for that. Not because yeah. Of pessimism but it's just like is that even realistic in this show like i don't even so i'm like i don't even know if that's like a realistic hope that's very um, fair yeah i'm just like i don't i because i i literally do not know what they're gonna do like i don't know um and i do agree i think that the i don't know why i call her a bandit the bounty hunter yeah <laughs> but yeah, like I was wondering if she's going to develop feelings for him. And I, I'm also curious about why Jung Hyun hates marriage. Um, so we'll see about that. A long time ago with him like weeping. He's a kid. And he's weeping in the rain outside in the yes. courtyard. Mom is being beaten by his father. Yeah. Parents at all. They don't yeah. show being beaten, but you hear it. And he's like pleading for his father to stop. And so I think there's right. some trauma from his childhood that makes him against marriage. Yeah. So delve into that more. Uh, definitely yeah i hope that we see one of my hopes was like i just hope we get the like well jong hyun's complete past and um also like i just hope that he still loves jagil che and that he's not completely over her even though it's been two years and even though she doesn't i mean you know she's honestly like i feel like she he's i don't know i feel like he's the one that's been putting forth all the effort and um you know, he's the one that's like putting forth all the feelings and being so transparent about them. So I, I would like to see Gil Che put herself out there in this, in part two, like yeah. in some way. I would like to see her go after him. Yes. And like, because, I, yeah. I think, I think, again, I just have to think this because of how I function as a human. I am hoping there's a happy ending. I am hoping for the happy ending. I do think he's going to stay in love with her because when I rewatched that beach scene where he's like, do you hear it? It's the sound of flowers. So even when he's about to die, maybe. Yeah. About her. So I think that I do think that if they don't end up together, because there was also that story that Rongum told about the couple who never forgot each other. At one yeah. Point. And so I just think, and again, like he does see like grandpa and grandma, he like really deeply values their relationship and he thinks it's mm -hmm. really for so long so i do think he's like in his heart committed to gilche forever yeah it's just gonna time will have to tell if she actually is like if they've worked through their toxic traits and if they can actually like if she can actually go after him so like, at this point she would have to go after him but then there's this bounty hunter and it's just like is gilche gonna be put in danger and that's how they get back you know whatever like i just don't know how they would cross paths again unless right and she's on the run from the bounty hunter. But I do think, I don't think he's going to go bad. I don't think he's going to go for the other side. Um, so I'm just, I just, I don't know, but I'm excited. I, I don't see him ending up with the bounty hunter. Let's put it that way. 
Yeah, no, I don't think that's even a question. I think that the bounty hunter may start developing feelings for him, but I don't think he's going to stray at all. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Oh, my goodness. How many days do we have left? We have 14, well, 13, wait, September, I think 14 more days, 13 more days or 14. Yeah. Okay. Today's the 30th. So yeah. Oh, two more weeks. Two more weeks. We can make it. I'm so excited. I just, I think my final thoughts on this whole drama was I have never been this blown away. Unless, unless you count Crash crash Landing on You, which again, that cannot be unseated. But this one has just like rocketed up, like all of the rankings, just like it is. Again, I was thinking about this week, like King's Affection was my first drama, my first historical drama. And so I can't unseat that because I have like deep sentiment there. But like it is, it is maybe the best historical drama that I've ever watched. Like it's yeah. incredible. And I've watched yeah. a lot of as you know. Yes, you love your good historical. Yeah, I I agree though. Like I I mean the feelings I have when I watch this show, like it just requires so much of you emotionally and for that reason alone, I just think it's fantastic in the acting performances. Oh my gosh, like Namgoon Min. Oh my gosh, like he is such an amazing His actor. Face. Yeah. He's just so expressive. They're both really good. And he's, he's, I want to watch everything that he's ever been in now. Cause like, you're such a good actor and just like, yeah, just dang. This one I has agree. ripped us. It has ripped us to shreds. And I, no. <laughs> I think there's even remotely a possibility that the writers just go completely like that. They just like send it to the dumpster fire in episode in season two. Or do you think they're going to be consistent for us? I feel like they have to be consistent. I, I, if they are not like, that would be a huge tragedy because this drama is literally a masterpiece. It is. Cause you know how with some shows, it just like tanks the last two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. These last two episodes were just so incredibly well done with the writing. I'm like, I just don't see it turning into a dumpster fire in season two, unless like they just change the writers, but. Yeah, no, I think they're going to do a good job. They, they've done, they've constructed such an amazing story up until this point. So I'm, I'm, you know, hoping and praying for the best. But yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. And then, yeah, the main actress, Anand Jin, she's incredible as well. Like, I'm so glad she's getting, like, she's really mm -hmm. getting these, like, really big roles now. But yeah, um, it's amazing. So yeah, if you haven't watched it, this is your sign. You have um, to. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's incredible. And the OST is like I am a runner and so I would be running in China and I'd forgotten that I added with my heart to my running playlist and then I'd be like running not paying attention thinking why do I want to weep and it's like oh that song came on <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just, it's just so it yeah it's not saying enough good things about this show like it's just it's really good it's fantastic that yeah the OST is beautiful it's it's so good so please watch it if you haven't already even if you don't like historicals just give it a chance because it's it's amazing mm -hmm. oh my gosh so good uh hill did you have anything else you wanted to add no i think that's i think we have as you said we're gonna leave no stone unturned and i think we have <laughs> i think we've yeah i think we've heard all of it um it was just yeah it was a really really good show Oh, perfect, perfect. Well, Hill, thank you so much, friend, for joining me. Absolutely. This was so fun. This is what we needed. Like, I needed just to talk it all out, and this is what we needed. <laughs> yes. Just needed to talk about it because it's just so much. But yes. So much. 
like Ugh. it's not like you can talk about it with people who haven't watched it because you sound like you're really invested in these people's lives. You know, it's just like it's just helpful to be able to talk it all out and like yeah, because you just can't talk about it at work, you know. <laughs> exactly. You, you risk sounding crazy because it's just, it's, yeah, it's all consuming. So, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, it's like, you, no, you don't understand this episode where he had smallpox or when he came out of the mix or like all of the, and just his face and, oh, it's just so, so good. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yes. Uh, thank you so much, Hill, again for joining me. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Um. Let me know if you've watched My Dearest. If you love it. Um. If you plan on watching My Dearest, you're gonna catch up in time for season two slash part two to come out. So yeah. Let me know. But thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.